Welcome to Spiral of the Year. I'm Stephanie Matthews, herbal priestess and magical mother. And this is a healing journey through rhythm and ritual to embody and remember goddess culture. Now, I've been in the rhythm and ritual of upon waking, going and walking each morning. And, uh, and this, this podcast, this uh, episode, episode three, is brought to you by the Divine Feminine, the goddess herself. Um, this is a healing journey, and I realized that this podcast is going to shift directions a little bit. Um, I have been teaching and mentoring and doing healing works and uh, for the past seven years. And I have been very much in my uh, healer space. And I realized that now is the time that I get to give myself back the gift of healing. And so I invite and I welcome you to join me as I take this journey into remembering and embodying the goddess and goddess culture. Um, this is quite terrifying for me. Uh, I've been talking to some of my friends this week and I got the message in my daily walk. I've been taking morning walks upon rising. I just immediately get dressed and head out the door and just go walk uh, down my county road um, into nothingness. There's just, there's nothing for miles. And so as I've been doing this, I've really been communing with the goddess. That has been my intention in the walks that I've been doing. That's been my desire is to really connect and to create space um, for understanding, for knowing, for being. Uh, as I'm really getting pulled, the spiral of the year came from the daily devotional that I've been working on. And ever since doing the Divine Feminine um, section in the Magical Mothering Method, I have had a very strong pull into bringing more of the divine feminine. And for me, when I first, the goddess is still something that last year was so, I just kept pushing it away. When I stepped out of the warrior God culture of Christianity, I really pushed all religion and, uh, dogmatic spiritual practices uh, out with it. I did not want another religion. I did not want another cult. I did not want another dogma. I did not want all of these things. And yet sacredness, spirituality, connecting with spirit. I've never stopped connecting with spirit. I've never stopped connecting with um, that wisdom voice, that Holy Spirit that I called it while I was a Christian, that wisdom voice. And um, then when I really started working and my business got called 
or named magical mothering, then I was able to really identify that I am speaking with the magical mother, that this is that aspect, but I still resisted the, the aspect of the magical mother being goddess. And I don't, and I'm, I'm, I now know, I, I pinpointed the fear, which anything that is keeping us stuck is really the fear. And that quote of, we're not afraid of failing or what we can't do, but we're afraid of how, of our greatness. Um, I will look up that exact quote and put that in here, but there is, when I realized my fear, and if you're listening to the audio or the video, um, this, this gets me quite on an emotional, deeply charged level. Uh, the terror that it has been bringing the past few days is dissipating as I'm realizing that um, the terror is from multiple, I, I can remember six of them, um, six previous lifetimes and the deaths that I have uh, occurred or been allotted. Um, and they were distinctly tied in with the goddess. Um, my first death as a Lemurian priestess was 23,000 years ago um, at the hands of a man slitting my throat um, as I was the embodiment of the great mother in Lumeria for 300 years. And so in my energetic, in my soul, I have these rememberings and it's terrifying to once again be beckoned, called, um, and I have a, a hunger, a yearning to have a sacred connection to the divine and the warrior god culture and the warrior god religion does not feed that hunger and i think so many of us are hungry for this and not just women this is not just a woman thing i think so many of us are hungry for what can only be called the goddess culture and I, I, I've been playing, I mean, you can call it goddess lifestyle, but then immediately in my brain, it's like, don't you dare think it's about decorating and consuming and buying anything. Cause then you've totally missed what goddess lifestyle and goddess culture is. It's not the clothing you wear. It's not the way your hair is done. It's not the way your house looks. It's not, I mean, if anything, it's you nude in you know, adorned with the natural elements and beings around you, such as flowers and plants and living in total communion and one with oneness with nature. 
and no longer exploiting nature, no longer using nature. And even I was contemplating this aspect of how we connect with the goddess. In a warrior god culture, we are his children and are subjected to whatever uh, emotional violence or trauma or um, abuse he would like to give us. And on the same hand, we are also told to obey and to be um, subordinate to his laws and his ruling. And so we must then put ourselves in a lowly position waiting for the guidance or the stepping in of this warrior God to save us. And it takes our own self-responsibility. It takes our own ability to be mature adults, responsible for our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own emotions, completely out of our hands. And we give it and turn it over to this warrior God who, please God, come save us. Instead of which is in fact the complete annihilation of our own wholeness. Like the everything from the medical system to being a reductionist system, even science has this, let me save you. I know all, I study science, I know science, so I will save you. And I'm the only thing that can save you. Science is the answer. And when we look at this warrior God culture that our entire society, our entire world is built upon and that we've decimated every goddess culture and called them savages in the process, which, uh, hello, they are not the savages. Um, it's a mirror, right? They've only been these these warrior god cultures have been calling everybody else savages because they are the savages they are the brutal life-taking life-destroying resource guzzling um hedonistic consumeristic capitalistic socialistic um aspects it, I, there's not all the political systems are built on this warrior god culture and it's so difficult to separate anything from that because our entire way of being is built upon that, that which it is. And so for the next however long through this spiral of the year, my personal journey, and if you'd like to join me, is this unraveling of the warrior God culture and the allowing of the goddess culture to be welcomed and ushered and invited into this space. And I realized the other day I had a total meltdown, uh, breakdown. I just started, you know, sobbing and just getting so um, just releasing, I was just releasing when I realized very innately, very intuitively, very, uh, clearly, soulfully 
that the foundation that I have been building over the past seven years in my own healing practice and in the healing practice that I've been sharing was built on a warrior God culture foundation. And so when, when I had that thought and I'm like, oh gosh, when I had that thought, literally I saw a house of cards fall down and the house of cards tumbled down and I realized I had built a foundation on um, something that I didn't even want. I didn't even want that. I don't want that foundation. <laughs> I do not want the warrior God culture foundation. And I was so unaware and blinded to this embodiment of the goddess. And, um, and to go back to that, I was talking to some friends and I don't know if I already said this, but uh, when I said, just so you know, I'm really terrified. Uh, I realized that magical mothering is the, the goddess gave me the embodiment of the great mother in this lifetime. Like I'm, I'm a physical embodiment of the goddess. And if you're listening through audio, you can't see that my eyes are starting to brim up with tears. It is a radical, radical statement. And when I said this out loud to myself, and I said it out loud to a video to myself, and I said it out loud to my friend, and she went, of course, you're the embodiment. You're the embodiment of Gaia. You're the embodiment of Mother Earth. You're embodiment of the goddess. You're in. A, you're. Everybody knows that. <laughs> my maniacal uh, villainous laugh game. I just went. Oh my goddess. Oh my god. Oh my goddess. Like. O, M, G. So this is the journey. If you don't know, I have had incredible worthiness, unworthiness issues. Um, if you didn't know, I, I grew up in the evangelical free Christian church and went on missions trips um, monthly to down to Mexico to preach the good news, uh, starting in elementary school. In middle school and high school, I spent uh, spring break uh, in Mexico, doing missions trips and vacation Bible schools. I went to a, a Christian college the first year of college. I went to Ukraine twice to live in orphanages and share vacation Bible schools in Ukraine. Uh, this was my foundation the first uh, 23 years of my life. When my dad passed away when I was 23, that shattered, that created a chasm it really shattered the warrior God culture and religion for me. Um, I still got married uh, in the church and under the church um, because there was still there. I just didn't know what to replace it with. Um, I didn't have a clue as to how to get married 
outside of the church and why get married outside of the church you know it just didn't make I still had so much guilt I still had so much shame from the church and from my upbringing that I got married um with the blessing of a, a pastor uh in the name of God and for me it took time this unraveling I started getting into Rudolf Steiner's reading and his esoteric practices, which led me to other esoteric practices and really opening up the mind to the divinity that is all around. Uh, and then I read the Ringing Cedar series and Anastasia is explains to a T what the goddess culture is. And yet she uses the word God. And so I couldn't in my war God and warrior god culture foundation could not put goddess into that and it took me until now now uh to do that and i went oh my goddess this is what anastasia is talking about it's a goddess culture it's a culture based on the goddess which is not does not want our obedience and that's the difference the goddess does not want us to stop being ourselves. She actually wants us to step into who we are. She does not want our obedience. She does not want our prayers. She does not want us kneeling down and not doing for ourselves what she has given us everything to do within us. And that's the difference. The goddess culture is about beauty and truth and love and making that which is around us naturally more beautiful, beautifying nature by not destroying it and stealing its resources, but communing and integrating and becoming a part of nature. Um, I've been feeling, I own, uh, Travis and I own 22 acres of land in Southeast Missouri. And I'm realizing more and more that this is the land to create that goddess culture in and on. And it's very exciting because I've been asking for a year now, what are we doing with this land? And we almost, uh, we almost sold it. They couldn't come up with the money to the people we purchased it with. So we, we were able to come up with the money to buy it from them. And now that we have it, and I just kept asking, what is this land? What is this land? How can we create a space, a sacred space of love here. How can we create sacred space? And so now I'm so excited that the, this is going to be a land of goddess culture and um, having a temple, it's not gonna look like a temple. It's going to be a great wild sanctuary in nature. And my heart, and there's so much joy and the terror of this all this realization that I'm an embodiment of the great mother of mother earth, mother nature. I mean, think about the things that we still call mother, uh, mother earth, mother nature. Um, these are, you know, often the moon, the man in the moon is often said, but um, it, it is in direct alignment with women's cycles and the ocean and water and nighttime. So, um, sister moon or mother moon so all of these aspects allow for us to see 
what mother is and what our nature is. And this is really what the spiral of the year is. I truly believe that our nature, not our nurture, our nurture is warrior God culture. Our nature is life-giving, life-affirming, life-honoring goddess culture. And what an adventure this is going to be in unraveling this, in, in being awake to what this is and being alive to experience all of this and unravel this. And it's interesting in the Ringing Cedar series, if you haven't read it, it's a great series, Anastasia does not share her location because we live in a God warrior, a warrior God culture. Uh, people go out and try to find her, to steal her magic, to take her divinity, to um, use her. That is not the goddess culture. The goddess culture, we ask, how can we become more whole? How can we become more of ourselves? How can we become more in tune with what we are so that we can create more of that for humanity, for the world, for the plants, for the rocks, for the crystals, for the, the universe? Not let's destroy this planet so that we can go to another planet to destroy that. That's such the warrior god culture. And so over over this spiral of the year through this spiral of the year we're going to be exploring goddesses we're going to ex be exploring the embodiment of goddesses we're going to be exploring what goddess culture is we're going to be exploring rhythm and ritual and um awakening the goddess and i've realized that i have been channeling and being an embodiment of this for the past seven years, at least, um, it's probably why I got so much in, in so much trouble as a child, because I could not keep my hands clean. My hands were always muddy. I was head to toe in flowers and potions and grass and stains and leaves. And uh, I was just a connection with the earth. And there's something so beautiful about remembering that, that that's my nature. And I truly believe that that's most of our natures. Um, and if it's not, if you're comfortable in this warrior God culture, more power to you. Um, yet that is not something that I resonate with. So if you're ready to step into the goddess culture with me and to go down this spiral with me of exploring and um allowing i realize that the magical mothering method is the tool the 13 month magical mothering method is the tool to help reprogram away from the warrior god culture and at least create a way of no longer being a victim 
owning your responsibilities, gaining control of your emotions, getting your the control of your own mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies back. So that is what the magical mothering method is. It is a way to create a solid foundation. And it is exactly the way that it is. It's going to stay that way. It is perfect that way. I'm going to write a book uh, to for those who, you know, aren't going to, don't want to do the videos. But this is the method. And it's so funny that it's called a method. And it's in like these weeks and it's so masculine, but it's beautifully divine masculine. It's beautifully put. And it's such a gentle way to transition out of the warrior God culture mentality. And so with that, I welcome you. I invite you. I'm excited. Um, this is, this is what is coming through. So I'm owning my embodiment of the goddess and I welcome you to play along with me and let's discover uh, who and what we are together in all of the, the terrifying, frightening, exciting, releasing, liberating, emotionally fulfilling nature that we are. Uh, if you have questions or if you want um, me to channel certain aspects or if you're um, excited, I'd love to hear about this and I'd love to hear from you. So let me know uh, if there's, if you're excited like I am. So uh, have a blessed day and I will talk to you soon.